Let's start with a prayer. Should we stand, please? Our Heavenly Father, this afternoon, we come to near, near close to the Father. We need thy direction and everything that we do. You know our hearts and their they need thy wisdom, need thy guidance, and we ask your blessings. We many times become short of wisdom and so we need to come near to thee. Bless us this afternoon so we can be an encourage for each other. The work that is in your name, not in man's name, but we want to do everything in thy name. Bless us, Father. We pray in Jesus' precious name. Amen. I'm pretty sure that each one of you would like to hear a new thing from Mexico. And I believe we have this kind of nature. And every, every day is happening new things, but it's something that we need to be a remind, reminder. This morning we heard about uh, giving. Actually, we just want to present something that the Lord uh, will speak to your hearts so you can pray about the work in Mexico. Um, this morning I was, not, I was not thinking to share this, but the Lord put something on my heart in the last couple of hours. Uh, before I became a Christian, uh, one of the things that I said to one of my friends when I was living home, I told, I told him, I'm going to go and leave this town. I'm going I'm to go to the United States and I'm going to bring something that nobody brought before. Honestly, what was in my heart, I'm going to bring money. I'm going to work hard there, make money, come and make my life. That was all in my heart. This is what was in my heart. But I never knew that the Lord has something different in my life. That after that day, three months later, I was exposed to the gospel. And I gave my heart to the Lord. And I never thought about what I said to my friend. There was years. A few years after we, we, I went back to that town. And I got Jesus to share with my family. My mother was the first converted in that town, which was 100% Catholic. And uh, that is the best treasure that I brought to my family. And I just want to let you know, because God works miracles. I have, we are nine brothers and sisters in my family. And seven of us, we became converted. Plus my mother and some other relatives. What I said is, why? What is the purpose? Is because once we come to know the Lord, we have a great responsibility not to make money in the way that I was thinking. 
But the Lord gave us a responsibility to share with others what we receive freely. And this is what we need to share freely with others. But has a responsibility, has a commitment, needs to be a commitment in our lives. So we have some pictures to share with you, and I will be talking about some of them, and um, then uh, my wife and uh, Sister Lori is going to help us also because she's been helping us in Takari. I, uh, I will be, uh, is that ready? Okay. So, in the end, if you have questions, please feel free. Uh, we, we, we have one thing that is very important that I learned through the years. When I was converted, I had a desire. A, a, a desire was like a fire to share with my friends. I was not embarrassed to go with my Bible anywhere and speak to my friends about what I, I have. All my friends let me in different directions. One, they're dead. One is still in prison. And three years ago, I went and visited one of my best friends. He has been in prison three, four times. That man, I was responsible for some of his actions. And for more than 20 years, I didn't, I, I didn't have a chance to talk to him, so I went and visit him to ask for forgiveness. This man said, you just have a different way. I choose something different. Hey, you've been different. I've been suffering. He's been using heroin for more than 20 years, and his life is miserable. I could be in that same spot. But the Lord rescued me, and by his grace. <clears throat> this is a Bible study that we have. Uh, in Tekari, since I was converted, I was taught to share. So there was a, a brother that spe- spent time with me, and, and that was in my heart all the time. So in, anyone that I reach, I spend time with them, hours, every week. And here we're having a Bible study with a man from Cuba, myself and another brother. I usually take somebody with me so they learn, so they can uh, help others later. Okay, the next. Next picture. Okay. Um, not only myself, but it's some other brothers that are doing. We have uh, discipleship, uh, and we have a short Bible study, and it's very simple. We speak most of it about salvation, uh, com- be convicted of sin, repentance, salvation, um, faith, and be- become converted. Uh, there's another brother having Bible study with uh, two other young men. Uh, Robert will remember them. So we don't have many pictures about this, but we have several other brothers that have been doing it. And this is a home, a church, and we have opportunities to speak to them and and, uh, help them uh, with personal questions. Uh, Those boys are from church, but they they ask also for to have a Bible study, personal Bible study, and that works great for us. Um, Okay, 
it's not working. Uh, he's one of the ministers, he's one of my cousins, was put as a trial minister a couple of years ago, and his wife. And also we have sisters that do the same thing with other ladies, other person in their home. Okay, um, this is just one of the pictures. Our second daughter, Crystal, was converted and she was baptized in, in last January. And we have brothers that come and visit us and, and, and share the, the day with us. We've been working closely with those brothers, so you know them. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, this is visitors that came from the States to help in the Vacation Bible School. I uh, will let them to speak about it. They have, they're more creative, so they will say things that I don't think. Also, this is Vacation Bible School. We have Vacation School uh, once a year in the summer. Uh, usually it's about around 200 kids or more. See, the Bible says that the, the, the gate is not so wide for salvation. So, look, those kids coming, running to Vacation Bible School. And just... Remind us what Jesus said, let the little children come to me, and that will be uh, part of the kingdom. How many fit in one van? Uh, can you go back? And one of the vans is fit. Okay, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I will share more. Uh, Sister. About 119 miles from our home in Irvine, California, a boundary exists, and it divides two very different worlds. One, a country with beautiful homes, shiny cars, and well-maintained streets and sidewalks, plentiful food, law and order to most of the time, and riches beyond imagination. The other is a country with homes that are constructed with whatever's available. I think the most interesting one I saw was a half of a, a van attached to the front of the house. It was like a house, a wall, and then right, right there was just like the front of this van, and I thought, what are they going to use that for? But this is just what they do. They just take whatever pieces and particles that they find in the States and put it together and make a home. They build wherever. You know, I look, I, some of the hillsides that they build on, I just can't even imagine that they could have, you know, a plot flat enough to do it, but they managed to do it. Uh, there were streets and sidewalks, pretty much littered with trash and debris, roaming dogs. I, I like to take a walk in the morning, and so in my one-hour walk, I counted 42 strays just kind of wandering around. And uh, children even asking to eat the leftover scraps of others. Their laws are sort of flexible and arbitrary, and there are many struggling uh, to live from day to day. From August 5 to 11 last year, our family was able to enter this other world and participate in the annual summer Bible school 
of the church in Takati. The Sunday evening before the first classes, many gathered at church, prayed, and then passed out invitations to the local community. Monday morning, the church was buzzing with activity. There was, they were constructing a divider for the men's restroom, putting up a tent in the courtyard to provide a covering for the adult Bible classes, posting signs, organizing classrooms, and so forth. The excitement continued to mount as the brothers would take the church vans and pick up trucks to the highways and the byways of the various colonies, uh, picking up children. Uh, in answer to Edmund's question, Chevrolet miscalculated the potential of their 15-passenger vans. I counted 35 easily in one. And then when they asked my son to get in the back of a pickup truck, I said, wait a minute, isn't, isn't that illegal? And uh, they said, oh, yeah. And then they left, and so that was it. And I thought, no, no helmets, no seatbelts, and just prayed for him, and uh, he's, he's fine. But that's just the way it goes there. And we thankfully all managed to arrive safely every night. And the church, the first night was, had about 126 children and 40 adults, enthusiastic and ready to go. But by the last night, there were 270 children and adults. It begins with uh, 25 minutes of singing, and I would call that uh, singing with gusto. We could all learn a lesson about making a joyful noise and doing things heartily as unto the Lord from this group. And to this day, uh, there's one of the songs, the children's songs, that's Alleluia, 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 Praise Ye the Lord. You probably all know that one. Our kids still like to sing it like they do in Takati and just belt it out. And so it's very cute. They had an introductory activity. It was an alphabet activity, and it related to the lesson of the day, and then there was a prayer and a dismissal to classes. I was privileged to help in the seven- to eight-year-old class, and the teachers there did an excellent job of presenting a very detailed account of a Bible story that related to a piece of the armor of God, and that was the focus for the week. I was amazed to watch the class size increase from 33 the first night to 49 on the last night, and that was only one class. After the lesson, the children would make a craft and receive a glass of agua, which was water flavored with different fruits and even flowers, which I thought was interesting. The drivers arrived at the doors of the classrooms, then calling the various colonies' names, and then many of the children were just whisked off to their homes. And I was amazed that they all apparently got there. You know, it's kind of amazing that in our uh, country we, we shelter our kids so much that they're these parents just let the kids go and come and everyone seems to get home and they're all fine. During the time while they were waiting for the pickup, the children would play tag, hide and seek and other typical children's games until they were all picked up. They were thrilled with our cameras and we would hear shouts of, you know, photo and then otra foto and un ultimo foto and un otro ultimo foto, which means like one last, one more, one more, and they really liked the pictures. And one of the visiting sisters always had candy in her pocket and of course she was the hit. Friday night was the climax of the week when in lieu of crafts we served a dinner of pizza and spaghetti and salad to all. And I was ready to throw out some of the scraps and that was really touching when one of the children said, no, 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 you know, our kid, a lot of, you know how American kids are, they don't like to eat the crust of the pizza. Well, they have some of those there, and so I was going to throw that out, but this other kid said, no, 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 I, I'll eat those. And so he devoured those scraps. I thought about the, uh, the hygienic factor of him eating other people's, but I said, oh, well, I'll let him eat it, you know, he, he needs it, so... The energy level really rose as each child received a bag of candy and school supplies. Those who'd memorized a verse and, uh, or maintained perfect attendance got additional prizes. 
And as we waved goodbye to the children, uh, tears really came to my eyes as I reflected on the experience of the week. Having toured the colonies of Takati earlier that day, I had seen some of those same children just roaming the neighborhoods. And many of them have no true concept of Christianity. They're in, the environment that surrounds them is riddled with alcohol and drugs, gambling, adultery, and more. And I wondered, would the lessons that they learned this week remain in their hearts? And would that seed take root and grow? And we pray that God would give them the increase. I'm going to talk about just a few of the things that um, I work with the music a little bit since we've been since I've been there, and um, yeah, I thought maybe I'm in somebody's way. I don't know very much guitar. I only know a few chords, but a few chords is enough to play a lot of songs. I found out over the years, and. so we would have guitar classes before Saturday night, and we have a group of three guys playing guitar, and I'm glad because soon they're going to take over my job. I think they're doing real good. These, some of them know more than I do, in fact, on a lot of the things. Um, and then we started recently a girls' group. But you probably have these things in, in your churches. I know where I was raised, at least the young girls would get together. And I felt so many of these girls come from homes where they maybe don't have parents and a lot of problems, alcohol and everything at home. So the idea of the older teaching the younger, you know, we tried to, we put it into practice, not every week, but we had meetings and the older girls who were converted would have a Bible studies with the younger ones. We've talked about fruits of the spirit and how they can live in their daily life the way Jesus taught. And I'm really thankful because some of the young girls who seem kind of rebellious, uninterested, at those kind of meetings have opened it up and said, oh, in school I'm really tempted to do this and that. And so we're thankful that, you know, the girls can fellowship together and they gave us their ideas of things they wanted to do. And this, I think this picture was a day when they, they wanted to cook a meal for the guys, of course. And uh, so this is the guys that were at our house and they had a mystery meal the girls cooked for them. They had a lot of fun that day. Okay, this is another job. They want to take care of children. So we had a family over that day. Nine? They have Nine? children, and um, gave the parents a rest, and the girls played games and took care of them that day. Okay. And this is just one of our Bible studies at church where one of the sisters was leading with the younger girls. We have, they're not always all there, but this is um, a day that some of us girls went to help. Um, there's a family building a new house in Jose and Esperanza's yard. This is Sister Esperanza, one of our first believers sitting outside of her house. That's where she does her washing. You can see a pile of clothes, and they have the wash machine outside. And Lori got in on a, helping me on a medical thing. Brother Jose had had surgery last summer when she was there, and we were in there. But now another family is building a house on their lot. They have four children. It was all full of weeds, so we spent the day helping them weed out in that yard, and that's when we got this picture. Okay, this is our ladies' Bible study, and we do have that. We have that every other week, and for young mothers, older mothers, too, I think several of us t- take turns leading the Bible study. And I feel like this is so good because they share a lot of problems in daily life. You know, how do we decide what's God's will in this and that? And a lot of interaction. We go from one home to the other. And I think it's been a blessing for a lot of us. At that particular one, you can't see the older sister is in the middle, behind, hidden behind somebody in the front. 
But uh, we also have started doing it with the widows. This, this home we were at is a widow lady. She doesn't get out much. But she just loves the Lord. Every time I go to her house, she's sitting at the kitchen table, no food, Bible, songbook. And she spends her time. She stands up in front of church and meditate and recites verses and verses, chapters by memory. Anyway, we, we had the Bible study with her, and she loves to have us there too. So this was at one of the widow's homes. This is something we tried. This two years we've done this. Um, what happens is, you, if you can see in the background, kind of that's our cemetery. Our church is right by the cemetery. And we found out the other year on um, what would be your what's it called? Memorial Day, when they kind of come to visit the graves, there's no bathroom around, and people come from all over. And some, somebody learned this bathroom at church, so all these people started coming into church, and I saw found a kid crawling through a window trying to get it, unlock the bathroom door to get in there. And then we were just talking about there's really a need there. So we went down to church and took some tracts to share the gospel with people who were coming in, or Bibles. We thought about that last year. And then this year we set up to do that, but we didn't get too many people because they set up portable pots this year, I guess, in the, in the cemetery. <laughs> so they didn't need the bathroom. So, but we thought next year it's a good day to just have contact with people next year. We thought we'll go over by the cemetery door maybe to share with them there. Okay, this is uh, the young, some of the young people that, are, that like the music, the boys that play guitar and that really want to serve the Lord. Visiting an old man, Don Angel. Did you know him? An older man who comes to church is in the background. He, was, he couldn't get out at that time, and he just loved it. He's not baptized yet, but when we went to sing, he... He was happy. We stayed there several hours because he doesn't hardly stop talking enough to let us sing the next song. But um, he told me later, all of my neighbors just love the singing. And he said, I slept so good that night. It just brought joy to my heart. So just like here, music and singing praises the Lord and encourages others. Okay, these three pictures, you can probably go through them a little bit fast, Melody. Recently, there's a, a Mennonite orphanage close to Takati. 45 minutes out of town, and somebody from our church had the idea of taking a meal up to them. So one of the families organized taking a meal. This is Brother Jesus. I think some of you might have met him at camp here a few years ago. <laughs> or last year, I think he came too. Yeah. He took some of those boys in his arms, and they liked having a grandpa or something. Um, so our, our church just went up, took a meal to the kids, and played a lot of games with them and had fellowshiped with them there. The Mennonites, you know, being from the Anabaptist background, when they were first in Takati, where we are, and I know some Sundays they didn't have anybody to preach in Spanish because they were, at that time, they were American and Canadian people from Ontario running it. So one Sunday, a couple of times they brought all the children to our church because they figure they need to hear preaching in Spanish. So we've had a little contact with them through that. And um, one more thing that I've been working with recently, we have so many children that aren't in school. It's like Lori said, the law says they must be in school, but they don't follow the law. And several kids coming to church, we've got a lot of 13, 14-year-old kids that aren't in school. They can't work. They're too young. They're not in school, so they're doing nothing. Um, so I, I've been trying lately to try and get some of them back into school. Sometimes they say no money, but most of them are dysfunctional families where they don't care. The family doesn't care about them, you know, so if the, no one's there to encourage them. So I've been um, talking to those young people and trying to encourage them to get into school to study. And a dream we have, something you can pray with us for the future, is have, to have our own school. Because in the, in the public schools, um, 
there's a lot of problems for those who are believers, and um, Melody's thought of it, too. It would be so good if we'd have our own school and teach God's words along with the rest. So if you can pray for us on that, and I'll let Jose take over there. Okay, uh, this picture, you might see it in a, <clears throat> a magazine, I don't know, a newspaper or newsletter. This is from Sonora. This is uh, the church that was dedicated in, in uh, last December. And uh, we have many visitors from Ohio and uh, other states. Um, it was built, actually this is the dedication day. And that picture, we, we, we was not able to put it first. Uh, uh, this is uh, the beginning, and uh, we added a little porch in the front. See, you can see it's a different. Um, go with another picture, please. Um, this is the day of the dedication, and we have many visitors. Um, you're welcome to come and visit Sonora, too. Uh, it's uh, about seven, six hours, seven hours from Phoenix, so you're not going to be too far from there. That work was started about 10 years, 10, 12 years ago, and that was the same thing. When I came to Tecati, you know, my idea was make money. There were some other people came with the same idea. And uh, Sonora was started in the same way. A brother came, actually before he was converted, came to Tecati with the idea to come and work and make money. So he came to church and became converted, and, and, and his heart was, I had to take this to my family. So took a, a couple of brothers and visited the, the, uh, the, the, the place in Sonora. And uh, there was interest in the family. And we started visiting more and more. And people started getting converted. And then we have a church now here. You know, we, we need to search which is our values. What is the, the most important thing in our life if we're doing the right thing? Because... We can give education to our children, and we can have everything for the future for them. But how about their soul? Maybe it's our own children. We're not doing much for them, but we're doing so they can stay here on this earth, not to go to heaven. So let's consider what we're doing. Uh, I want to use this as a reminder. You might, 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 maybe some of you see some of those pictures already. And we just don't want to bring you old pictures and, and, and so you got bored for, with that. Just to remind you, you know, the impor importance. You can see here one of the, the, the group in Sonora is on a Thursday night. Uh, there's some missing that day. Uh, I don't know, you have the same problem in your church. People not coming in the middle of work service. Maybe it's not so important for some. But... Um, Go ahead to another picture, please. Um, here's a, another a picture of children in Sonora. They, uh, the, the sister, Sister Maria, once, I think, as a reward to children, they take children in a picnic because parents sometimes don't care. They're in the street, so she takes the children, spend a day with them in a park or doing something with them. And here are they. Are they. Um, <clears throat> see, there's a same story that we do in Tecati. She's having a Bible study with a neighbor in her home. Uh, I want to say something about this, particular about this lady. She started coming in the beginning and stopped coming. 
and got in trouble with another person a few weeks ago uh, was announced one of the souls that had peace with God and she came that day and she knew this person because this person was known in the whole town. She, she got a bad reputation. And when she heard that she was announced to be baptized, they have a, a prayer meeting in the evening, so she came to the prayer meeting and before the meeting started, she stood up and said, I want to say something. And she said, I want to Say, I'm sorry to her because I offend her. I want to continue come to church, and I want to be in peace with her. So they hug each other, and there was tears, and the rest of the, the brothers and sisters that day. So pray for her. Her name is Patty. Okay, this is on Sunday, up to Sunday service. Uh, this is the, most of the group. You can see this uh, picture that shows most of the members, I believe, every single of them that are here. Okay, this small picture. Okay. okay, we will have some time if you have questions that we can answer. Yes. No, he, he has been supported by the church. There's no jobs around that uh, place. Uh, there is only about two months jobs for most of the people, two months a year. The rest, they're just going around, picking here or there, wherever they can get something. So in the beginning, we, we thought we're not going to send somebody there to work, and, you know, because he need to travel somewhere else to, to, to have a job. But he's been support 100% for he and his family. And he does a little jobs here and there to help their children. Uh, he, he was a, he's an electrician, but he's learning many other things. They, they look him any problem they have, like uh, uh, sewage line is bugged, they call him. He, they know that he will fix it. Uh, they, they want to put tile, they call him. They know that he will fix it and charge less than anyone. Uh, there's a ch broken chair, they bring it to him and, 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 and they f he fix it. And need somebody to paint a house, he, they call him and he goes and, 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 and do it. I mean, it's, it's so wonderful that people know he can do almost anything around the area according to their needs. And he's, he's willing to learn. Send more questions. Just raise your hand very okay. What was the building next to the church there in Sonora? On the left side, the right side. Okay, it's just another house. A, a, no, on the left side. On the left, you say, or the right? <laughs> okay, that is the house where they live. Yeah, they help to build also part of the house.
Okay, yes. My wife can help me with that. I don't understand that whole thing. I think for now we want to take it slowly, but um, we have asked questions. Sometimes the red tape, the government requirements and everything in Mexico, because we know uh, a man who has a mission on the U.S. side, and he tried for years to get a school going in Takati and could not. He was telling me different reasons for legal things. But I think we're going to have some help through our other, our oldest daughter, Ruth, is now in the south of Mexico to open up a Christian school there. And she's told me they've got a lawyer working with them, but the lawyer doesn't seem to want to help us. So she spends a lot of time on internet reading the laws, which is a hundred, hundred and some pages what the um, education department requires or something. And so she's trying to figure it out. But they also ran into somebody in the education department that claims to be a believer. And he says, I'll help you with anything I can. But they hope to open in August, but now they're not going to be able to till next year because of the, they had to apply a little bit earlier to the government. So we hope that seeing how they get, how it goes with their school, that might help us to, uh, to know, you know, which way to head into Cadi also. We have a property already in front of the church, which was bought when Brother Steve Sackage was still here. And that property is either to build a bigger sanctuary on or to have a Christian school. You know, we've just had it in prayer and thinking what, how the Lord's going to open up the way. But it's not money right now. But I think we're kind of waiting to see what happens there because they can, if they want to, they can make it so hard for you. They, it seems like there's, you could do one thing and they have another requirement in that. But since this other school is planning to open up now in 2009, which is the sister church is in charge down there. But since our daughter's there, I think we'll learn a lot from that. And that will help us to know where to head. Plus, Melody is studying teaching. She likes the idea of doing it. She'll graduate in a few years, and hopefully she wants to get her degree in Mexico, too. And you need a, the law requires one Mexican teacher to, uh, to run the school. So those are a couple of things that we have in prayer right now. Members or both? both? Okay, it's uh, I believe 15 members, and there is about 40 to 50 attendants with the children. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's about three or four orphanages. Orphanages. And, Yes. Um, I think two, two, I think they're private. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for your time and we wish you God's blessings and please pray for us. Mm -hmm.